0: Who knows what the weekend will bring as far as gun violence? Who knows? Because the numbers just keep adding up. But, uh, you know, once again, uh, police are asking for the public's help in solving a series of brazen shootings that have been happening in the city's West End in Rexdale. And in releasing three separate videos, all which show pretty shocking images of, you know, young men getting into shootouts right in the middle of communities. These are neighborhoods. Full of families, full of kids, full of people just trying to get by, you know, and who are essentially being treated as collateral damage by uh, gangbangers who know they rule the streets, they will not be caught, and they are in Toronto's ghettos. And these are areas that have been bad for as long as I've been reporting on crimes. And in fact, you know, you'd think after all these years you'd see some improvements with the living conditions. And it's gotten worse. I don't understand how it's gotten worse. Like, like, where are the politicians? So it's gotten so bad that Toronto's top cop, Superintendent Ron Tavner, I mean, you don't hear cops talk like this very often but he pretty much threw up his hands in frustration speaking about this yesterday.
1: You know what, I said it last week and I'll say it again, I'm pissed off that that the people of this community have to put up with this and You know, there are good people in this area. Ninety nine percent of these people are good people that are living in these communities that deserve better. And and we're trying our best to do what we can to eradicate the gun violence. But quite frankly, we can't do it alone. We need help. Mm hmm. So here you
0: got a cop who is clearly frustrated with the escalating violence. Frustrated that the city's on course for this record killing year. And, and what do you what's the mayor doing? Oh, yeah, he's reminding Torontonians to take part in the federal consultation of banning handguns because that'll solve it. I mean, really. That is a gesture at best. And it will solve absolutely nothing. It will not improve these people's lives. It will not stop young men from dying on the streets, and it will not stop gun crime. I want to bring uh, Louis March into this conversation. He founded a group called Zero Gun Violence. And it's sad that you have to find a group like this, but you know, when a bunch of mothers find themselves losing their children because their children go out and don't come home because of gun violence, communities have to basically stand up for themselves. And so he created this group with the hope that maybe they can bring change. He joins me now. Louis, uh, the mayor coming out once again giving lip service to an issue that, you know, f- has been, it hasn't moved on the dial for at least a couple of decades. Are you frustrated, angered? How do you feel about this?
1: I, th- I think that uh, the lip service by the mayor is political posturing. Uh, at one time we said okay well, we'll come to an end with the end of the election. But even though uh, he 's won the election with a significant majority, he 's still playing the same cards about banning guns when he should be focusing on other issues that are root causes of the gun violence that he 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 knows well. however, he is uh, continuing to skillfully deflect the responsibility away from his jurisdiction to that of the federal government. Uh, he must stop playing this game because we're losing we're losing. Lives Mm -hmm. that should not have been lost because of his idol and also because of his reluctance to deal with this issue on a level that is necessary at this particular time.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're losing the lives of young men, but we're also losing whole communities. I mean, if a child can't go to the park or a child can't run to get a popsicle in their neighborhood and have to worry about bullets being sprayed around them, I, I don't know what else is going to make people act. If that hasn't woken up these governments, what will?
1: And the thing is, uh, what you just described, that has been going on for some time. hmm Uh, the dodging of bullets, the shooting in the playgrounds, we've had shootings in parking lots with five-year-olds, you know, running under a car for cover, right, you know? It's just that it's getting more media coverage now, but this has been going on. And just like how we know about it, the police know about it, the politicians know about it, but they've totally ignored dealing with this issue. And the only reason they're dealing with it now is because some of the safe zones have been breached and it was politically necessary for them to show that they're doing something when in fact they're just playing the same old cards that they played 10, 20 years ago. And the issue and the problem continues to worsen.
0: Yeah, I mean, legal gun owners and handguns are not the issue. There may be one-offs in circumstances, but we know by and large that those guns coming in from the U.S. are getting into the wrong hands. And then there's the issue of the communities themselves, which... Are not a short-term investment you have to invest in these communities permanently and that seems to have stopped over decades of changes in government what is it Louis that we have to do um, to, Louis to get these things fixed
1: we, we, we need political leadership we need political courage and we need political will we know the problem the reports have told us what needs to be done. We need to invest in communities. We need to uh, engage communities. When we're talking about the solutions to uh, gun violence, we have to, have to, have to engage the community in the solutions. And the police, the first word in community safety is community. It's not police and it's not politicians. And the decision-making process to find solutions seldom engages the people that are most affected, which are the victims of the crime, the communities itself, and the families that are, are, are devastated by by, by by gun violence until he until the mayor of the city has an honest discussion about this issue of gun violence we're going to continue to play the same old cards and the same old cards and we're going to see the trending in uh, gun violence increase as it has over the last four years so what does that
0: conversation uh, look like then specifically because one of the issues we do hear about is that those in these communities are too scared to come forward and talk um, but again, if you show leadership on this, can you change that particular uh, part of the problem?
1: When we go into the communities and we work with everybody and we ask them, what do they need? The first word out of them is, is jobs. Mm-hmm. You go into these communities and they're shut down as soon as 6 p.m. hits time because they they live in fear. They, they, it, it, it's 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 continued violence in their community in some way, shape, or form, and the safest place for them to be is at home. There's no business opportunities, no job opportunities, right? There's no family support opportunities, and those that are providing these services generally close at 5 p.m., right? All of them work 9-to-5 service models. Most of them do. The the communities are not being served. The way we look at it, the communities are not underserved. They're poorly served. That means there's things happening in these communities, but it's not what is necessary to change the trajectory of these communities and these families and these people's lives, right? It's short-term, it's band-aid in nature, and it doesn't give us the solution or the the opportunities necessary to divert people away from a life of crime. It's not happening. Everything that they do is temporary in nature, Uh, again, political posturing when in fact the real root causes of the gun violence, which is socioeconomic, are not being done. Instead of talking about banning handguns, John Tory should be talking about banning poverty. Like, he has to realize that this is his responsibility. The poverty gap has increased under his stewardship. And it's continu- the, 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 the safety net that we usually have to help those people that need help, that safety net has gaping holes right now. And those holes are getting larger while he's playing games, uh, a political posturing about banning handguns when he knows this is not going to happen in his lifetime, right? Focus on what you can do and you do it well. And that's all we're demanding from the mayor of Toronto.
0: And what about the community itself? I mean, would they be welcoming and opening to any kind of police programs where you get mentorship and relationship building that doesn't target certain people? Can that relationship be built?
1: Look, the, the police job is about enforcement of law. It's not about community engagement. It's not about our early intervention strategies. There's other people that are tasked with that responsibility. The solutions to gun violence must be rooted in community, not in police. Mm-hmm. There are definitely uh, excellent police officers that are oh, doing excellent police work, but one in two police officers can destroy uh, the work. Uh, that many other good police officers have done in one incident. The trust level between police and community, yes, we have to work on that. And the police can be part of the solution, but they cannot be the significant dominant part of the solution. The solution has to be community-based. It has to be rooted in investment, development, Mm -hmm. and engagement. And this is what is not being done.
0: If, Louis, you could uh, send a message to Mr. Tory, because I know your group and several other groups have tried meeting with him, have tried to uh, sit down with him, what would your message be to him?
1: To the, to the mayor of Toronto, the message is loud and clear. Let's have an honest discussion about the issue of gun violence. Bring people to the table that you don't generally have. Like, it cannot only be the police and the people that you're comfortable working with. Bring the victims of the crime to the, of, of, uh, crime to the table. Bring the people that are responsible for it. Bring academics, bring educators, bring mental health specialists, Right. bring family support specialists to the table, and let's have an honest discussion. Because working in silos, which he likes to do the most, he'll have one meeting here, one meeting there, one meeting over there. Bring everybody to the table, Mr. Mayor. Let's have an honest discussion. Let's find out what has changed over the last five years. And let's come up with a made in Toronto solution to a made in Toronto problem. Mm-hmm. And you cannot, cannot, cannot keep talking about a policing solution. You know, we've seen that he've not, he's, he's now talking a little bit about investing in communities. We need more specifics. But he cannot talk about investing in communities if communities are not at the table.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll see where this conversation takes us, but for now it's just uh sound bites Louie and, um, and talk of bands. So we'll see if anything changes that Alex, discussion.
1: I, I, want, I want to say one thing, mm-hmm. right? Toronto is an incredible city. internationally acclaimed in so many areas. We are resourceful. We can deal with this problem, but we need political will, courage, and leadership to say, enough is enough. We want to solve this problem and let's, maybe get out of our comfort zones and let's start working with people that can help you provide the solutions. We all win when gun violence incidents are declining or eliminated.
0: And that we agree on. Thank you so much. We'll continue chatting about this and hopefully uh, maybe next time can have a different kind of uh, conversation. Louis, thank you.
1: And thanks for having given us the opportunity to, 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 to provide another alternative.
0: That is uh, Louis March, and the group is Zero Gun Violence Movement. Check it out, see what they're doing around the community. But really, the stories you'll see there, a lot of them come from women, mothers, wives, sisters, who have lost uh, their brothers or fathers or husbands or kids to gun violence. And so they're not doing this because they just want to. They're driven by it because they know the loss that is felt by gun violence. Here on Point, I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.